0: Last time on that one nation. Gonna pull you in tight quick, and he goes. Would you like a piece of advice? I trust Helena, but I wouldn't trust everybody in that garrison. Oh, yes, you like this bow, do you?
1: Oh, fucking hell. I'll buy it if you stay away from me. Nave also is going to. closer, she'll scoot into where Halden is, and she'll say. In uh, all your research, have you heard anything about Santa de Groves?
2: You've helped us plenty. Much more than most people have.
1: Mave will go, Helena.
2: That wasn't a shot at you. That was a shot at the rest of the town.
1: I said Helena.
2: Oh, I thought you were. I just,
0: heard a, I just heard a cough. I didn't hear
2: Helena in your no. cough.
1: Okay, yeah, excuse I didn't me. let me say that again. Mave will go, Helena.
2: <laughs> that was better. Oh, I much you were better, coughing. Yeah. I thought you were referring to how you keep saying you were useless in the last fight.
1: I mean, Dave often like, is wow. useless, so...
2: You weren't, though. I mean, your, your minor illusion, like, distracted them for an attack or two. So it was helpful.
1: Thanks, Jared. That wasn't patronizing at all.
2: No, I was being serious. <laughs> like, it actually just... Like, <laughs> Those could have been hits that hit Hamza
0: or myself. Even when Jared's trying not to be an ass, he's still being
2: (laughs) an ass. That was was me being sincere.
1: (laughs) Good thing we have that on recording, because that'll never happen again.
0: Yeah, immortalize that. (laughs) Yeah, so um, is there anything else you're asking?
2: I, I think we're good to, unless someone else wants to, I think we're good to go see Helena and Deal with the being that is her. Ugh. She's no Bella.
1: That's correct information.
0: So yeah, like uh as you guys are kind of like chatting away, she'll uh she'll knock on your door. You just hear a she just opens the door slowly, peeks in.
2: I was gonna say is the door not already
0: open? I think it was more like, a, "Hey, I'm gonna knock on the door frame to let you know I'm at the door."
2: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll turn to her, be like, "Hello."
0: Oh, you're you're very funny, very funny man. She's like waving her finger at you.
2: She goes. I'll oh. I'll wave my finger back and say, "I try." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Krita's just going to wave excitedly and then show her her new pan.
0: What's that, you concerned? Uh, that's
3: just a pan, honey. I
0: don't know why you're so excited about your pan.
3: Krita looks very happy still.
0: And she looks at you guys and goes, How was your uh, little trip for Domin?
2: He's a very nice man. Why is it that you never have normal friends, Helena. Why is there always something?
0: I'm,
2: I'm just going to stop you there.
0: Um, Hemza, would you like to say to the class what you just posted in Discord?
4: I said she, Karina, is excited because it's fantastic.
3: <sighs> I love it. It's beautiful. I love it yeah. so much. It's so pretty.
2: That would be so much better if she was actually a patron of Pan.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now she but just plays a pan flute. She does. She has. I a pan don't flute. like I
3: any of you. you. Like, <laughs> it goes well with her pan flute.
2: I was talking about like the a patron of the god Pan. Oh yeah, I was just trying to trying to that exactly. like a
4: like a parfait or a cake, or an onion, depending on whatever your layer metaphor is. Like she a
0: plays on her pan about how much she loves pan while cooking on her pan.
3: Yes.
2: Okay.
1: I don't like any of you.
2: Anyways, she... What else is new?
1: <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> she definitely looks at you guys, and she's just... I do have lots of interesting friends. Are you are included
2: in that list, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, if no one else is going to say anything, Alwyn will look at her and... Well, with your interesting friends, we uh, have some questions for you and some statements for you, and hopefully you have some answers for us
1: proper answers, not the riddles you keep feeding us all the other times.
2: And Alwyn will look at Maeve, kind of point, and be like, yeah, what this one said. <laughs> and then I'll reiterate the same stuff that has been reiterated to, to to Helena. But she already is aware of some of that stuff, correct? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I know she's aware of the merchant stuff, but
0: and what We've you guys already... saw in the basement too.
2: Okay, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that we did tell her that as well. Yes, I believe we did. Well, um, if not, we are now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she's just because yeah, she did say she's like, don't say anything to anybody. We'll uh we'll poke she's gonna poke around and see what she can find. Or at least find out about it. Um, so she looks at you guys again, she's taking in the information, and she's just like Yes, this is what I was worried about. I, uh, I did some poking around, and I, I found out a little bit of information you guys might be interested in. Um, she's looks a little concerned, and she goes, says, "There isn't much out there, but I, I did find that there was a, uh, an ancient secret order that was called the Scales." And she goes, "The uh." They're a symbol for their cult. She like shrugs, like she doesn't know really what to call them, and she's just like, uh, uh, "The description of it is very similar to what you have told me for what you have seen." Because it's, uh, the only other thing I know is they they call their leader the the uh, blind one.
2: So Alan will put his hands on his hips and so kind of tilt his head to the side, kind of like that guy from the movie. I can't remember any of it. I just have the vision in my head. But it's like, oh really? Like we didn't know any of this already because we've told you all of this exact information before. She goes, I I try. Try harder, suck less.
0: Um so she looks back at you guys and she just goes, I don't think you guys need to worry about this anymore. I I think we will uh, take this into the
2: garrison's concerns. I think you don't need to think about what we think about... I didn't actually say that. That was just me.
1: <laughs> that was beautiful. That was a, an artfully crafted sentence, Jared. Uh Maeve will look at Helena and she'll say, how, how do we know that we can trust your people to take care of this? You've, you've clearly done so much to stop all the problems that have been happening before we got here.
0: So she'll look at you and she'll go, I trusted you guys to do everything I asked. I would not hope you would want to trust me with the same.
2: Alan will look at her. Oh, go ahead, Maeve. No, no, go ahead. So Alan's gonna look at her and be like, it's not necessarily you we don't trust, but other people we don't trust. You haven't done us any wrong yet, but we don't know the rest of the garrison. And perhaps you don't know them as well as you do.
1: Maeve is nodding emphatically beside Ellowyn.
0: She looks at you. She just goes, well, I, I trust the people here. So you have to rely on my trust of the trust of the people."
1: trust all of us so that's automatically putting your judgment up to question.
2: Nah, I don't think so, honey. I've seen the the way the people are in this town. And some of them are not bad people. But it seems like a majority of them are not not bad people. They're not good people but they're not bad people per se they're just not good people I don't know where the people of your allegiance fall on that spectrum and that makes me question the people that you
0: trust she'll look at you she goes give it time you will trust them and she'll like start to walk out the door
2: I'm going to look at Maeve and Mal and be like, I don't trust them. Mal's is going to shake his head.
1: Maeve As is, uh... Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, no, go ahead.
1: I. It's fine, go ahead. I'm not doing oh anything. Oh my
2: goodness, ahead. someone go! <laughs> no, you guys are too nice pose. to each other! <laughs> no, I, I say that because mine's going into something else, so go ahead,
1: Maeve. I'm literally not doing anything. Proceed. Okay.
3: Oh my and, gosh. <laughs>
2: As as Mal says that, I I look at him and say, kinda like I don't trust you and your coin. Touché. You wanna you wanna tell me what's going on with that coin that was in my possession, that is no longer in my possession, that I undoubtedly presume is in your possession now?
4: Do I have to roll for where it's turned up at this point, Hazen?
3: Uh,
0: no. So, based off of what um, Alwyn is saying to you, he took the coin off of you.
3: Mm-hmm. But no, you know better 100%. about the
0: coin. I think you got a nat 20 on it, didn't you? Something stupid like that? <laughs> uh,
1: Sorry.
4: Me? I think Yeah, I think he rolled, like, ridiculously high to, like, pinch it off me. Uh, I rolled,
2: uh... He
0: rolled separately. You weren't a part of it.
2: Yeah, I rolled an 18 for the sleight of hand, and then I rolled an 18 to notice that it was gone.
0: And, like I said, you know better about this coin than anyone else in this room, so you know that the coin probably had a mind of its own?
2: So Alvin's gonna look at Mal and just be like, "If you want our trust, you need to give us some answers." At least for me, I don't know about the other two, and I will kind of gesture to both Maeve and Karina. I have no idea what Karina's doing at this point. Uh, excuse me, uh, but Find I will probably.
3: She's doing. The... She's doing Halton's hair.
2: <laughs> but oh, and I will motion to Halden as well. But I will. Definitely uh I'm trying to think of the word. If you want Alowitz trust, you're gonna have to trust him a little.
1: Tip for kit. I...
2: <laughs> like um
4: so Mel is just going to like give a sigh and he says, Well, so the explanation about my shall we say friend, that that was not sufficient for you? If it was, I would be saying all of this. Uh, well, let's just say this is part of my curse with her. I was in a moment where I needed fortune and I needed nothing short of divine intervention and unfortunately when it came to this gilded lady that is exactly what happened I do have her to thank for these abilities of mine but the cost of the contract that I have with her this agreement is my my life is forfeit to her I don't entirely know what she wants, what she has planned for me in all this. But I know that my life hangs in her hands. And I am never allowed a moment's peace to forget her. Because anywhere I go, no matter what I try, this coin follows me around as if to mock me. As if to remind me at every turn that she is watching, that she's waiting, and that... I
0: will never know peace. At that, you are like, like kind of, not really deliberately trying to feel your pockets, but your hands brush past your pockets, and you feel the coin sitting inside your pocket right now.
4: And at that, just on the roll that Mal is on, he's just going to pull that out as if to show, well, not as if, he will literally show Alwyn, just sort of have that just be like, well, you see what I mean? I could throw this into the sea and then two minutes later it would show up in my pocket. There's no getting rid of it.
2: Alwyn's going to ask him if the... You know uh, what? The portrait on the coin. Is that the portrait of the Gilded Lady? Yes. Would you mind if I see your coin for two moments?
4: Mal is gonna weigh that up. He's gonna be very hesitant, but then he'll hand it over, and he's gonna keep a very watchful eye on Al in there because he doesn't, as if he's expecting something to happen and wanting to jump
2: into action in case anything does. Okay, so I'll take a piece of paper out of my Footlocker, and you know how like when you take a crown and. Kind of yeah, you want to make yeah
0: you want you take like, some coal or charcoal and you like do a rubbing yeah
2: yeah just like an imprint right. onto the paper and then I'll kind of like as if you're flipping a coin I'll flip it back to Mal and just kind of nod and say thank you I am appreciate the the trust you have placed in us and I will see what I can do to to help relieve you of this curse if that is what you wish.
4: I, I will see. I I think it is best for me to know what is expected of me, what the toll of this is going to be, before I perhaps call on that favor from you. For now, I at least hope to use these abilities I've gained from this for, for good, to make light of this, but uh, I'm not keen to do away with those until I know for sure that it is something that needs to happen
0: but I
4: I do appreciate the gesture.
0: So at the end of this, um, Alan you are starting to realize that the uh, the day is starting to end starting to set like and you know that you have to run and grab your dagger before uh, the store closes otherwise you'll have to wait until tomorrow.
2: Okay, yeah, I'll go do that. Is there a library in town for chance?
0: Uh, no, there is not. Like most no. it's it's a fairly small town. Any of the main books and stuff like that would be in the like lord's manor. These people might have a few books, but they're not overly educated nor whether it's not a big enough town to have a library. Is what I'm trying to
2: say. Essence. Sounds... Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll I'll go run and grab my dagger and come back. Perfect. Alright, so that's another 150 gold? Yes. Look at me being honest. (laughs)
0: Well, I have to trust all you guys that you're taking them off your sheets, so... (laughs) Yeah, so are you guys doing anything else tonight, or are you going to bed at this point?
4: No, I think for Mal, at least, he's just... He's gonna be left with a lot to think of and that conversation with Alwyn is still fresh in his mind. So, he's just going to be laying in his bed and sort of contemplating that.
2: Perfect. So, I would like to during this downtime uh, write a letter to some of the people that I kind of work with, yep. and I want to send that uh, imprint of the coin that I I made and mail that out to them, and just kind of basically give everything that Mal told me and see what information my people can find about that. Yeah, perfect.
1: Um, what is Krina currently doing? Krina uh has finished braiding Howland's hair, and she has taken out her pamphlet and is making her way to go sit in the windowsill and play some music. So, Maeve will scoot near where she's sitting, mm-hmm. and she'll uh she'll say to Krina, she'll say, "We won." I I assume Hiley's not your real name. Do you read? Krina nods. Do you write?
3: Krina nods again.
1: Maeve will hand her a piece of parchment and a writing instrument, and she'll say, "Could you write me your real name?" <laughs> you Krina know, like holds the the writing instrument a little awkwardly because she doesn't write a whole lot,
3: but you in, in a legible scrawl, she writes she writes out, "My name is Krina. I am a gnome." <laughs> <laughs> and she has like a angry
0: face right beside the gnome. yeah, a little <laughs> like
3: angry face. I am a gnome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maeve will uh, <laughs> look at Krina and she'll say, Krina, Krina the Halfling. And she'll give her a little wink and then, like, a playful nudge.
2: <laughs> Krina gives her a skull. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so you guys kind of, like, all get to a point where you bed down. Halden is fast asleep in his chair again.
3: Oh, Krino writes out one more thing on the, the whatever oh. Maeve writes and says, Just as an addition, I am also 24 and not a child. <laughs> Mafe will give
1: her like a a thumbs up and a nod (laughs) Trina goes back to playing her flute.
0: so like I said you guys are all bedded down um Mal you're obviously the last to fall asleep as per usual um Alwyn no you're the first god damn it Alwyn you're in the top left square you wake up in a bit of a daze. You feel not quite like yourself. You're in a room that's very familiar to you. Uh, you see there's a bunch of, obviously, as you like, you can see in the picture, there's a bunch of beds that line the walls with foot lockers at the end of it. This all seems very familiar. You are, takes you a minute to fully grasp where you are, But you realize you're back in the training academy. Uh, You are a little kind of confused as to why no one is here. Uh, You are kind of looking around, you get up from your bed, you walk to the end of the hall and step into the, the main room where there's obviously the tables that are set up where usually everyone gathers to eat their dinner. And stuff like that. You see, sitting at the table, your friend that you made while you were here. Um, now, this is a question for you because I don't think we ever touched this. Is it a guy? Is your friend a guy or a girl? I don't remember.
2: Um, I sent you the name in film right?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, we'll go with a guy for now. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: So you see him sitting there, um, and he's. Kind of just hanging out eating some food and it's kind of weird like this is all happening very fast for you all of a sudden you see him kind of like standing in the library reading some books and you, you are laughing and joking with him, chatting with him and uh, then all of a sudden you are speaking with him and one of your Oh, I'm going to say leaders, Um, and you realize that he's been been given a mission, Uh, the mission you don't know, he doesn't say anything to you, and the next day he's gone. Um, Again and again and again you begin to worry because you hear nothing. Every time you ask the officials and the officers, they tell you nothing. You get this overwhelming fear of the fact that you may never see your friend again. You have a fear as well that he could not be living anymore. He may have died on this mission. We cut to Mal. Mal, you are in the top right here. You are in, uh, as well for you, you kind of like... Are looking across this cavern, kind of like this big, open, destroyed-looking temple. Uh, you are obviously know this very well because this is one of the moments where you were probably at your lowest. Uh, you had a lot of failed excursions. Um, been struggling to really make any sort of major finds to kind of put your name on the map. Uh, you you feel like a failure. You are struggling to really find yourself, and you see this giant statue across the cavern and across this kind of like stone bridge, and the the statue itself is lit with these braziers and it is of a statue of this very fine elegant woman uh like i said there's some columns and some stuff that show that maybe at one point one point this place was a temple Uh, but like i said you kind of like make your way closer towards this statue and there's nothing in this room, like I said, Other than some ruins and this perfectly pristine statue and these braziers burning on either side. And in the center of the hands of this fine woman is a golden coin that has the face of the same image of the woman on there. You reach out and you grab the coin. Maeve, we cut to you. You're in the bottom left you are at home you wake up in your your bed you're outside with your mother um, enjoying like the 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 day and you see uh, Carly I'm sorry I forget his name already and I can't oh she thank you um, you see him. And you're laughing with him, joking with him, and then kind of flashes forward, and you are with him, like with and his sons, and like his. Did his wife pass away? Is that what you decided?
1: I did not decide. You told okay. me I didn't need to worry about anything for his wife, so I didn't do anything.
0: Okay, sorry. I <laughs> realized that it's probably something I needed now. But sure. You're,
1: yes. You're... Okay. Sure. She passed away. Yes. Okay. We'll
0: go yeah. On. And then you're you're there with him. You're helping him with the and with the sons. Your mom is there helping him with the sons, um, kind of helping him be that single dad. And you know that at this point he is struggling. Uh, you also kind of flash forward a bit to um finding out that he's actually stolen some food and the guards have locked him away. And you you know that it wasn't because he just wanted to steal. You knew he was trying to feed his family. Uh, you flash forward again, and you there's you and him running out of the jail, trying to get away from the guards.
3: Uh,
0: Karina, you're in the bottom right. Obviously, you're the you're the last on he the is. list. <laughs> you are what I think you were twelve. I think you said and uh, you were found. Yes. Okay, so you're you're a toddler. You're wandering off into the woods. You get yourself lost. You feel so alone. You feel like, where am I? What what am I doing here? It's very much this. You're a child, so you don't truly understand. You're just mostly sitting there in the dark, going, "I want my mom." Yeah. Uh, that's when the the wolf approaches you. Uh, it li- looks at you. And you know instantly that it has more of a feeling of love than of hate or bitterness towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she takes you away and then you have flashes of growing up with these pups and her her, yeah, her wolf pups. you are just kind of like enjoying that whole growth that you had different living experience but you have lots of flashes of good memories and happy things that happened and excuse me you have another flash and you're a bit farther forward you're 12 years old and you see gnomes moving through the forest and you being in your kind of wild instincts stay back These things, it's been long enough that you have a hard time really knowing. They look like you, but you don't know them. You've never seen them before. Yep. And you see um, specifically a man with the group who, when he catches your... When he catches you kind of darting behind the trees, his eyes light right up. And he runs towards you. He grabs you and he hugs you.
3: Gotta be terrifying.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Alwyn, back to you. So as this is all happening, you kind of get this overwhelming feeling of not really knowing where your friend is. You see flashes of things that aren't familiar to you. You see a flash of your friend leaving on a ship to go somewhere. Um, You see flashes of the scale symbol. You see, again, another vision almost of your friend being ingrained into this group that you now know as the scales.
2: So kind of see- like a implant type deal?
0: Yeah. Okay. But you have another flash where he is locked away in a dungeon to which you can only assume that he was found out. Um, and then the last flash you see is him out of the jail with the scales tattoo and he's standing with The blind one. So the blind one was the one that um, Mal saw. So you see that same figure, that... uh, Taller than average human. With a very, like... uh, I wouldn't say super slender. He's a very uh, very kind of built look. And the... Large blindfold across his eyes. And all of a sudden you're back in this room where you are there (laughs) and your friend there is standing in front of you but he's not your friend anymore he looks different he looks changed he looks at you and he goes why did you never come find me
2: didn't even know where you were. I didn't know where to look.
0: He slams his fist on the table and he goes, Bullshit! I know you, you could have found me! What happened? You hear this kind of like, he puts his head down really solemnly. He gets this big smile and he laughs. He goes, what happened? I found out about the truth. And he like rushes to attack you. <laughs> so we'll, once we go through all this, we'll resolve that. And then once we, once I finish with everybody else, I'll explain how this is going to work so that everyone has a pretty good idea of how this is going to run down. Uh, So, Mal, back to you. Uh So, as you lift that coin, you pull it from its, like, socket, and you all of a sudden hear this very beautiful, persuasive voice behind you. And you turn around and see this elegant woman standing in the center of this little uh deco floor i don't know what else to describe it and she looks and goes ah, it's been so long since i've had a visitor." and she like slowly approaches you and you are utterly gobsmacked by this woman <laughs> she is beautiful beyond your understanding and she comes up, and she just caresses your face, and she goes, Wow, you're a handsome one, aren't you? He,
4: he's, I think, really at a loss for words right there. He's a bit tongue-tied.
0: She gives him that little caress across the cheek. She goes, Ah, oh, you... You've been looking for a calling, haven't you, there? Yes, looks like, you could, you could see that, yeah. Yes. She looks deep into your eyes, and it's almost like it's hypnotic. And she just goes, well, how about if I can make all of your dreams come true?
4: But well, I think they already have, but
0: if you're offering, I won't turn it down. And, uh, starts telling you about a ritual that you have to complete so that you and her can be together forever and how she'll bring you great fortune and how she's a forgotten goddess that has been cast down by the gods for her uh, illustrious beauty. you, without hesitation, you're just like looking, like I said, looking for your calling, you are very much at a like, you don't you you, you feel like you don't fit anywhere, so if this is the first time you feel like you've been in a position where this could really be what you're looking for and you do this ritual and bam you are in basically the same place, but you see like gold everywhere in this room right and on the other side and so you would be probably about here you turn around because the lady is gone and you see this hideous monster very very i don't uh obese um to the point where she can't get up and she's just sitting there laughing she's just like You're mine now! (laughs) And, uh... We'll resolve that in a minute. Maeve, you're running away with O'Sheen um, and you get caught. And he's trying to run away with his sons and, and stuff like that. So you are thrown in jail, but... You have flashes, and all of a sudden you're standing in a courtyard, looking on at a set of gallows. You see on either side of you, it's almost like you're standing in the place of your mother. Uh, You see on either side of you the sons of Oshim. Um, as they're looking on, you you watch as Oshin is marched up onto the platform and is fitted with the gallo around his neck. Uh, you, you hear some crowds, some cheering, some leering and all that stuff. And bang, there he is dangling as his two sons are crying, watching their father die. And... That's when the hanging corpse of O'Sheen looks directly at you, and he goes, You didn't save me. You you left me for dead. Carly, are you going to say anything? I <laughs> don't
1: think Maeve would be able to respond to that. I think she would just... You know what she, she would have something to say she would say you're right I'm a failure I failed you this is my fault
0: all of a sudden you feel the two sons tugging on your arm as they're looking on you e- looking at you on either side and they just go you did this to our father your family again you're growing up to fully understand what it means to be a gnome and what it means to be a bard in your little town but what? what's up? I said K okay I heard so I didn't know if you were going to say something um you do have flashes you're all of a sudden in the forest uh you see it's almost as if you're in looking through your father's eyes. You see your father and some other hunters tracking through the forest. Um, you see, through your father's eyes, your wolf mom and the pups. And you watch as your father attacks and kills the wolf and their pups. Oh. And... As your father is standing over the corpse of the wolf, the wolf looks up at you. It's dead, but it's looking up at you. And it just looks at you and whimpers. And then growls
3: as it stands
0: up with this bloodiness all over it. So, how this is going to work is we're going to go around in a circle the same way that I have already. You guys are going to go into combat. Basically, these things are... I won't tell you exactly what they are. That's thats a bad thing to do. That's thats metagaming.
2: Um, They're dead. That's what they are.
0: What you need to do... Um, so if, say, Alan, you kill yours first, you will move into Mal's section. And then if he is still fighting his, you can help him fight his. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then same with everybody. So it's going in a top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. So as we do that, um, say like, Mave, you are able to kill yours right away. You can help Karina, and then Karina will help Alwyn. You, you and Karina will help Alwyn. So you guys can basically, whoever's struggling, will have everybody come in to help you, if that makes sense. And you guys will essentially trying to break yourselves out of these trances.
2: Cool beans? Cool beans. Uh, question. Yes. So, as characters, do we know that we're essentially in a dream? I mean, has there been stuff that's given it away? Like, obviously... The dead corpse talking to Maeve, the the wolf corpse talking to Karina, and the fact that I know I haven't seen Nathil in a long time. I don't know what happened to him, or do we not know if this is real?
0: You don't know if this is real or not. But you guys do have your basic weapon sets. You don't have any of your magic items right now. So basically, what you guys would have been carrying at these time periods, you would have had. So Karina, you would have had your dagger and the, essentially you are fighting as your father and Carly, you are fighting as your mother, but you guys still have the same skill sets as you guys normally would. It's just, you don't have your normal magic items, anything you would have had when you were in these places. So quick question then for Mal's sake, would he have his warlock abilities? I would say yes. Okay. Because now you have accepted the pact. Okay. All right. So you are a warlock now. <laughs> okay. Um, Alwyn, you would just have some daggers as you normally would. Uh, Karina, or um, yeah, Karina, you would have some daggers. You could use your pan flute and stuff like that. Um, because you have the 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 magic of singing. Um. And maybe okay. you would have your rapier and your bow with you, because that's just what you would normally have at this time period. Cool beans? Heels. Okay, Alwyn, roll me a d20. We're not going to kind of do regular orders. We're just going to kind of like flip a coin, essentially. See who goes first.
2: Well, I'm Are... going second.
0: What'd you get? A two. You got a two? I got a two. <laughs> Reroll! <laughs> Well, that's a 19, so... Yes, you're good, because I got a 10. I went
2: from one hit to the other. <laughs> Alright, uh... Can I use my eye for detail and bonus action and in either investigation or perception to kind of determine if this is real or fake? per chance? Um... Like, is there anything that would tell me, like, Hey, this doesn't seem... Am I am I able to do that?
0: I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say investigation. No. Like, insight.
2: I like that, too. That's a higher bonus.
0: Insight. To know if this isn't real, like... If you're wondering if this is a magical effect or something like that, that's not the point of this right now. It's you are trying to figure out whether or not this is real or not. Okay, well, that's 24. Yeah,
2: so you're definitely,
0: like, there's something wrong. You're not 100% sure, but you know that at this moment, yeah, you don't remember any of this stuff happening to your friend. You're not any less affected by it because it still is, like, oh, man, what did I really leave my friend? Did I, what Could I have done something? You still have those feelings, but you know that this isn't real anymore. And okay. You go for it.
2: I'm going to take the dodge action.
0: Okay, so you're just uh, dodges. When I come first,
2: you can use your reaction to move away? No, it gives you disadvantage on attacks. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to look at Ethel and... Tell me what happened.
3: That would be my turn.
0: Yeah, he's not even gonna say anything to you. You're just gonna see its it's his hands will grow almost like sharp claws. He'll grow kind of like teeth. Not like fangs, but like sharp teeth in general. And he'll lunge at you. Well, now I know it. I oh am <laughs> And he's going to take two claw attacks against you. And you're both a disadvantage. So that is a 10. <laughs> nope. And a 14. Nope. So yeah, he whiffs twice. Um, you've done your action. Okay, so now it's we're going to go to Mal. Mal, roll me a d20, please. Uh, that is a 14, good sir. I got a 16. God damn it. So? That that was a decent roll, though. At least you're not rolling, too. Yeah, that wasn't bad.
4: Yeah, but even when I
0: roll well, I don't roll well. So, you see in front of you, again, that personification of the beautiful version of her, even though you can see the ugly version of her still sitting behind. And it will grow claws as well, and teeth, and it's going to look at you, and it's going to lunge at you. Um, for two talk claw attacks, twenty and a twenty-one. <laughs> oh, those both whiff.
4: No, those absolutely hit.
0: Uh, so that's altogether seventeen damage. Holy! I okay. told you. I told you these are gonna be heavy attacks, but low health, because I'm making sure that these attacks are gonna make it feel like you need to be ready. <laughs>
2: the difference in the attacks on me versus the attacks on him. oh god
0: (laughs) and I mean I also rolled two 20s so that's not (laughs) normal
4: (laughs) oh god okay 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 alright well I'm gonna do the thing do the thing Mr. DM does a 24 hit oh 24 definitely hits Take those twelve points of damage.
0: Ooh,
4: tasty.
0: See that was a pretty almost a identical hit.
2: a hemza, don't worry. Yeah. Mave.
0: D twenty please.
1: Nine. I got a twelve. Nine. Nine.
0: So all of a sudden, the uh, everyone in the crowd is gone Like, who is watching this. And you just see um, the dad standing on the gallows platform as he grows claws and teeth. And he's going to jump at you as well. Um, and he's going to take two claw attacks against you. That's a three and a ten.
1: Neither of those hit.
0: I didn't think so. I see, like, <laughs> really sorry, Hamza... The fate of the rolls are against you.
4: When are they yeah. not? When well, are they not?
0: That's it doesn't what have we'll like a it. plus high to hit either, so I'm surprised that it goes. So...
2: No, there's a plus. Rolls. There's a plus hips in a hit
0: is what it
4: is.
2: Valid. <laughs>
0: a plus Hemp's in a hit, I love it. Okay, Carly. Uh...
1: Well, obviously, I would assume that Maeve is not entirely stupid and does not think that this is still Oshin. So...
0: I mean, you should still roll me an insight check.
1: Okey dokey.
0: Because you don't know. Like, this is supposed to be visions, right? So...
1: I apologize, you said insight? Yes, please. 18.
0: Yeah, you know this is not Oshin anymore. You have a pretty good idea that... Whatever this thing is, it is impersonating your friend.
1: Um so through tears still reeling from the nonsense that she just witnessed, uh, she's gonna take her rapier and try to skewer this guy. Wait. Uh sixteen?
0: Uh sixteen
3: hits.
1: I haven't used my rapier while. One second, please. Okay.
2: Yes, perfect.
0: hey everyone it's your uh favorite dm here kind of coming in at the end of the episode as always to say thank you we appreciate it i mean i can't say it enough i'm gonna say it every time so get used to it gonna give you guys a bit of a heads up we are basically almost at the end of what i would classify as act one uh, i believe there should be only two more episodes left But don't hold me to that. I'm not exactly sure if we can fit it all into one episode or if I have to split it into two. But after that, we are going to go on about a two-week hiatus so that I can spend some time planning and getting some recordings ahead. So that way we can present just as good content right to you guys. So, yeah, please bear with us in that. As always, I'm going to say you can find us anywhere on social media pretty much. At Nat One Nation, that's N A T, the number one N A T I O N. Thanks.